Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm your host, Hayden Huber, and you'll notice next to me my co-host is missing. Where has he gone? No, 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 no. I'm here. I'm, Wait, uh, I'm is here someone hijacking the meeting? Who is that? Yeah, no, Jimmy. Jimmy got us hooked up. The lighting's a little bad. Okay. Here, I'm at my house right now. I'm not in studio. Got back from a long, long but short work trip. Long, the travel took a long time to get there, but uh, we're still making it happen. We're still coming here, uh, giving you some fresh content. And Jimmy, he made it to my house tonight. He got the whole setup done, but a little disappointed with the lighting. Um, and he told me I had to use my my phone for the camera. So I don't really know why he came over here, if I'm being honest. But he showed up. So if Jimmy wasn't family... He would be out of here. But Honestly, Jimmy, he's he he does yeah, something he, right. He does enough like right he, to to stick he around. Came over here to, he came over to set it up, and he goes, "You got to use your own camera." I don't have any like lighting stuff for you, and I didn't bring your food. I'm like, "Why'd you come over here, Jay?" Anyways, I digress. <laughs> Jimmy left a little bit ago, but uh, yeah, we're excited to be excited to be here for another episode of unscripted exchanges and uh i'm feeling good tonight hayden how are you feeling i am feeling extra good tonight it's been a, a busy week as well on my end but uh looking forward to clocking in late at night now i know you were traveling earlier this week do you want to share with uh others where you were and what you were doing yeah man i was down in um i was down in florida so we do uh for what I do, for, for what we, my company does for my, my day job, there's a lot of different trade shows and events we can go to. And I think that's kind of like, I mean, in, in, in a lot of different industries, whether it's technology like CES or InsureTech or some of those big technology conferences slash events, um, this specific one was actually for kitchen. It was called KBiz, which is it's a kitchen and bath show as well as an industry builder show. Um, and it's down in Orlando. There's about, usually there's anywhere from 75,000 to a hundred thousand attendees Wow! that come to see that. Yeah. It's the, I mean, the biggest show of the year, um, for this, for this specific thing. And it's, uh, it's, it's mainly based around design and, um, different appliances and, and home building products and, and and just a whole genre of of uh, fixtures and, and lighting and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable show. So, I we went down there um, to meet with a few customers that I work with, and then also to just get just to network. I mean, when in any industry, especially the past couple of years, it's like we've gotten, um, especially if you're in the sales profession or you're. You know, your your main task is bringing in new revenue and new clientele or or just finding new ways to grow your business. The past few years has been tough when they took the events away. So um, this was the first major event I've been to in a few years. And it was uh, it was awesome. It was it was long, very long days. But I mean, just absolute kick ass experience. So that was that was where I was at and we can kind of get into like my whole, uh, my whole thought process on, on networking and why those things are so important. Cause I think there's a lot of value and getting out 
to events and, and shows like that. It was pretty neat. Yeah, that sounds like quite the uh, event uh, and certainly a busy couple of days for you. And let's just dive right on in. Definitely would like to hear a little bit more about uh, your networking opportunities and your mindset going in. Um, I mean, do you mind Absolutely. sharing like what, what your goals were or yeah. How, how do you go about networking at an event like yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's uh, I'm glad we're talking about this so that we were talking for you listeners. We were talking about like, we were like, well, what do we, what can we bring up? I'm like, well, this is fresh. This is something I just said. So, um, you know, when you go to any and Hayden, I'm sure you can agree with this. Like in any, uh, facet we've taught you and we've talked about this too a lot on air and off air is that you want to look at like, a how can I get value? If I, and, and, and meaning like if I show up or go do something, I need to get something valuable out of it. Right. So if I'm Mm going to go give my time, my money, my, you know, anything like that, if you're going to put yourself out there you've got to get something back, Yep. I have something. And, um, that goes for like, I mean, any facet of life. So in this particular instance, I think you could draw a correlation between like the opportunity to just go down. I could have, I could have just as easily. And and this is a kind of, you know, I'm kind of giving my overall view of it and then kind of what I did, but I went down there and I could have, I could have taken kind of two routes, meaning I, I can show up, I can get my badge and I can, you know, walk around. You could hide out in the bathroom for, yeah, man. Seriously, I can go stand in the corner. I can pick my nose. I can be a, be a little, you know, go hide in my stupid little shell. Or I can put myself out there. I can make the best of that of that time I had and realize, like, there's a, thousands and thousands of professionals in the industry that I, we're, you know, I work in right now. And not just the industry we're working right now, thousands and thousands of people that have thousands and thousands of different stories, different lives, different uh, passions and different, you know, ways that I could that they that that I could be beneficial to them and vice versa. They, you know, that networking, it's just networking. It's just and networking is really a, a cool way of saying getting to know people. You're going out and getting to know people and expanding your your ability to can you know stay connected and, and understand like other people's points of view and stuff like that so i digress but i could have done two things well i decided when i when i, when I was going to go down there i was going to meet as many people have as many genuine conversations and walk out of there with as many opportunities um for you know business in my in my career what i'm at right now with CPATH business, with, uh, with our podcast, uh, connections outside of that connections for whether I want to, you know, plan in the next 10 years to build a new home, where can I get this? Uh, where can I get these materials and this material? So I, I went into it going like, how can I optimize and maximize the return? And, and the answer was pretty simple. I can sit around on my ass or I can get move. You know, I mean, I, I think I walked like 10 or 11 miles and that, you know, just on Tuesday alone. Um, and I went to every booth. I brought, I think, 500 business cards with me, and I went to as many booths as I could, and I introduced myself. I met the people. I created genuine relationships because I 
cared enough to, to make that effort and say, Hey, I'm, I want to, I want to learn about you. Tell me about what you guys do. And let me tell you about what, why I'm here. Um, how, how many people would, like, how many people would you say that you, uh, interacted with? You said you had 500 business cards roughly that you brought. I don't, Did, I don't yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any left. Wow. So you, yeah, I don't have, there's, there's no way you legitimately left. talked to 500 people. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I, I, no, I mean, I would say some people, like, I'm yeah, sure I you gave like some business cards I out in like one of those, uh, fish bowls or something like that. And people would follow up with you or that's the no, hope, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm this, you're like this fucking guy's machine. Was he just sitting there handing them out of the door? Like, well, I'm asking <laughs> because there are going to be listeners out there that are like, there's just no yeah. way you can do the math. I mean, I was a former yeah, analyst. There, there's five, no way. Yeah. 500. I, the, the point of the 500 bit, I brought 500 business cards. My goal was to not leave to leave with zero business cards. I didn't mean I talked to 500 people. Sure, like 500 sure. Pages. What I but what I did do is, um, I think I really only went. There was a lot of booths. I mean, this this convention center was seven million square feet. I think there was like a few hundred exhibitors, like five, five or four or five hundred different exhibitors, different companies there alone. So there's no way in hell you could reach them all. I mean, not even half, not even a quarter. So I did, I was pretty picky and choosy for the most part about which booths I did hit. But what I would do is I would leave some cards at each booth. I would ask at the very front, I'd say, hey, you know, um, thanks for talking. Thanks for meeting with me. If you've got any other, uh, you know, coworkers or or members of your team that I I haven't met, uh, can you give them my card uh, or, or hand them out? And they say yes. And then a couple... A couple different ones I said, hey, do you mind? There were a couple of booths that had like high traction. You could just see a lot of people going by. And so I was like, can I just leave some of my business cards here and people can pick them up as they come by? And they're like, sure, absolutely. So what's the worst they're going to say is no, right? You you were like, I'm going to ask. Yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody could have picked up the whole stack and thrown it away. Yep. But if I got, you know, if I, I guess in my goal was to have my card in. I, w- I mean, ideally 500 different hands, right? But just that's 500 business cards, my cell phone, my name, mm-hmm. my LinkedIn, my email, you know, that it's just, you know, it's uh, it's degrees of what's six degrees of separation. I'm getting my name to as many people as I possibly could because you never know when the opportunity is going to come knocking. So, um, no, I did not talk to 500 people. I mean, I, but I left with, you know, and this is this is a, a legitimate a legitimate claim. I I left with I think it counted like twenty six qualified leads just for just for what I do for a living right now. That's huge just for my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like unheard of. But obviously, in the I went to a show that was it doesn't always happen. Okay, I went to a show that was very very specific to like what we do. You know. Well, I that mean, just sounds like would, a good use of your time. You would want to go to a, a good show yeah, that's going to be for people that want to. Great use of my time. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And honestly, like, I think what made it more fun is I was jazzed up. I was t- exhausted yesterday when I, when I, we wrapped it up, but. I can tell you're, you're yeah. a little exhausted right now. You know, you've been putting in a long, tired. long hours. Yeah, no, I'm just, we're, we're used to your yeah. positive, upbeat energy, which I'm not saying that you aren't, but y- usually you're Are the you one. Are you calling me negative, Hayden? No, bro? I'm not calling you negative at Dude, all. Usually you're, you're the to... one that, uh, has the, uh, energy, energy turned all the way up to yeah. 10. I feel like I'm sitting around <laughs> an eight and a half, nine, and you're sitting at maybe a six. 
six, which is low, very low for you. But I hey, I rec- I recognize that that you y- you gotta you know not burn yourself. Yeah, out. it was dude, well, it was. Uh, I'm also sitting in my living room downstairs trying to be quiet, so not super quiet, but not. Yeah, you don't want to wake I'm up the up. the kids that are asleep. Yeah. Um, so no, Hayden, I would say uh, the gist of it is is I took the opportunity to put myself out there. And I'm on, I'm, and I'm like, I mean, you know, dude, like, so I, just for the, for, I'm comfortable with that stuff, but yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but for, for listeners that are like, well, what exactly does that mean? You know, that's a, a, a very frequent, uh, saying like, I put myself out there. Well, like elaborate what, what exactly does that well, mean? Nicole? Yeah. For me, that just means like, there's a, uh, there's an opportunity to like, it depends on what your point Like, so again, loaded answer, right? Like, how do you, I can ask you the same thing, Aiden. Like, how do you put yourself out there professionally? What's that? What's your definition of putting yourself out there? And yours is probably different than mine, right? Sure. And I want to, I want to, I want to hear yours first, but I'll go. Yeah. I'll tell you mine. And I'm just just saying like, I I was, I was trying to say is that everybody's got a different opinion of what putting yourself out there is. Totally. Meaning the meaning it's, it's not, it's about like, I just sat up because I'm not, I'm getting into this conversation a little bit more. You um, no longer have three chins, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I did not. <laughs> nah, 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 I hey, you got to make a joke every once in a while. Uh, wait, no, I don't have a chin. Um, I lost my train of thought. We were, we were talking. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, um, putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there. I just mean, is like doing something that, um, when you have the opportunity to either do something or not do something, but if you do it, it could be very beneficial. Um, you put yourself out there by going after that, you know, that saying yes, instead of saying no, taking action instead of sitting on your keister. So I think um, that can apply to like being an artist saying, Hey, I want to, I want to try something new, try something creative. I can either do it and there could be great results. Um, or I can say you're not doing anything, right. Put yourself out there, go, go, go try that new piece of art or, uh, you know, I want to, I want to get in the, try a new, new, um, instrument, you know, it, but I don't know if I'm going to be good at it, I, but if I am good at it, I could be great at it. Right. So in my situation, putting myself out there is I have an opportunity to take advantage of, of a God. I believe God given gift of being able to connect with people and might be a little uncomfortable, might be a little tiring, um, I'm not going to, you know, my life's not going to get worse by not doing it. But I said, but if, if I do put myself out there and by that saying yes to an opportunity to, um, something like, like this show was an example the opportunity was I can go out, I can introduce myself. I can, um, make sure people know who I am and also learn about these other people because there's a great opportunity in that kind of situation. So I could have taken one or two routes and I chose that route. So I put myself out there, meaning I took initiative. That's the way I look at putting yourself out there. It doesn't necessarily mean go stand up and do, go, you know, go get in front of a crowd and do stand up comedy or go. And it, and it could for, for some people, but as you mentioned, yes. each, each situation is, it's is different, different for, for each everyone. person. Yeah. Right. So that's my, that's kind of my two cents on it. I think, um, you know, I'm just a big believer of that lean into it mentality 
I've, I've always heard lean in, you know, so whenever something's tough or whenever you have the opportunity to, to, you know, put yourself out there, lean in, lean into it. Um, don't, don't fall away from it. I'm actually going to, uh, rebuttal. <laughs> this isn't a debate, but it's going to come off like a debate. I hear everything. <laughs> I, I hear everything that you're saying. You got to put yourself uh-huh. out there. Uh, you explain yep. what that means for yourself. And, you know, I certainly put myself out there and what's my definition of that. I'll, I'll save that for maybe later on, but where I'm going with this is you certainly need to recognize when you should put yourself out there and then maybe when you shouldn't. And I guess a better way of articulating that is it's all right to say no. Um, yeah. Uh, for, yeah. For, for me, like using the example of, okay, I've got all these ideas coming to me or all these requests coming to me from, you know, a, a business stakeholder. I could say yes, but at what cost? One, I'm going to burn myself out. And two, is it really going to move the needle at the end of the day? So Whoa, it's right, really right. important Whoa. to make sure that you're thinking about, okay, what's the return on investment here? And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, that you aren't doing that, but I also wanted to kind of sprinkle that in there for anyone listening um, to your words too literally. I mean, sometimes and I'm raising my hand over here. I get caught up in, in listening to things maybe a little bit too uh-huh. literal. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of share that piece of uh, information that it's always good to kind of evaluate, okay, what exactly is this opportunity you know, what's the value here? You know, how do I benefit? How do others benefit? Things like that. And then if there isn't well, much value, I'm probably going to really question whether or not it's something that I should be doing. If it one doesn't align with my uh, basic principles of, of life, um, then I'm going to immediately rule it out. So wanted to kind of share that. Yeah. yeah. You, you took that, but you, you could, so the rebuttal, your rebuttal, now we're rebuttaling each other. I didn't mean be a yes man. So that's, that's what I. Thought. That's what that's I heard. I'm. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm no. kidding. Okay. But uh, yeah. But I guess just to clarify, and I don't need to clarify. I think I was pretty clear. I thought, but just the clarity. I agreed with Hayden. I mean, 100, percent dude. I think. Um, I think there's a time and a place to. There's always a time. But the most powerful word you can say sometimes in life is no. Correct. And that sounds like the most powerful thing you can do is say no to certain things. Because that will free you up for the priorities that you need to have a lot of the time. Not all the time, but what I meant by the yes, the yes, say yes, is when it's an opportunity that uh, aligns with where you want to go, what you want to be, and the only return is going to be positive. The the downside could just be not doing it. The downside, just like we talked about in any aspect of life, is, oh, no, they say no, right? That's a downside. Well, but still ask. You should still ask. You should still ask for that raise. You should still ask for that that day off. You should still ask for that date. You should still ask, in my opinion, always ask because the worst that can happen is no. If you don't ask, you'll never know. So in this situation, I guess my point is, you know, put yourself out there as in you have the opportunity to do something different or great and could benefit you. Put your – go out on a limb. You know, and that and that's what putting yourself out there is. I I'm not over I don't want to overanalyze that. Just basically like be willing to, you know, say yes to things that could be beneficial to you. That's what I mean by putting yourself out there. You know, I mean it could go anywhere from like, hey, like, you know, 
somebody asking if you want to go on a hike and you know you haven't exercised in a while you know putting yourself out there could be saying yes to that because you know it's going to be good for you but you really don't feel like it and you haven't gone hiking you don't know if you can make it that far but you're like screw it it's going to be good for me i know i want to do it i'll feel better afterwards you put yourself out there so that's I, again, it's not overanalyzing, but I would say, um, I did not definitely didn't be a yes, man. Cause I think, uh, I'm sure you can attest to that Hayden. Like there's definitely, I mean, you said it, there's definitely times where saying no is like, is a super rewarding thing to say weirdly enough. Yeah, no, I, I like how you shared some examples outside of just a business setting. Um, so not only professionally, but personally, uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, just to piggyback onto that, I, I think the power of no is something that we could all, uh, recognize a little bit more in our lives. Um, I mean, there's no perfect recipe for it, but for me speaking, uh, personally, if there are, you know, opportunities and when I say opportunities, if I've got people hitting me up, Hey, do you want to go to this sport event or do you want to come over, watch, you know, the Bengals game, uh, yada, yada, yada. And I've got, you know, these fitness goals. I know some people are like, yeah, I don't really care. But anyways, like I'm very passionate about where I am on my journey with fitness and I need to make sure that I'm carving out the time to support those goals. And if I've got all these other uh, secondary, you know, opportunities are asked that aren't going to help me get better at that fitness school, then I'm going to have to say no. So for me, that's right, turning down, right. you know, hanging out, you know, on Fridays and Saturdays off. And now that doesn't mean that I'm going to turn down every, you know, invite to, to go out and meet up with people. But I think there is a habit for a lot of people out there where they feel like it's not a good weekend if they aren't going out drinking, you know, having a good time with, with friends, both Friday and Saturday. And I used to be caught up in that mindset a long time ago. And it's going to sound like I, I'm, I'm judging people. And I am to some extent, I'm just no longer there in that part of my life. I think it's really <laughs> important to just, you know, recognize what are your main goals that you want to achieve. And it's going to change for me over time. It's going to change for all of us. Um, and that's where, yeah, I've started to just be more comfortable with saying, you know, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. And I don't need to provide an explanation. Um, that's another thing. I think everyone thinks that oh, dude. you need to provide you're an so, explanation. You're so, you're so right. Yeah. You're so right. I think, I think we even, you know, we've said that to each other. Like I've said that, I think, uh, it's kind of something like I, weirdly enough, I don't know if that's weird in the past, like six months or so, I've been like when I say no or when I choose to do something or make it or, or say a certain thing or act to go to a certain or not go to a certain event. Like I've like, I realized I used to like legitimately making, I give my excuse, right. I explain myself. Right. Like, like hey, you I had the kids like, to take hey, care I, of or something, which is well, always like, hey, going to be the case. Yeah. But I'd say, like, Hey, I can't do that. Yada, yada, yada. Here's why. Mm-hmm. And so just like, no, I, I'm not, I can't make it. Like, cause at the end of the day, like I, we, I've said, that just I leave it at no, no don't. thanks, but I, but I, I yeah, appreciate the, the offer, you know? Yeah. Like most people don't give a shit what your excuse is anyways. Yeah. Sometimes and a lot of the times they're also like, well, you're just lying or you're full of shit and it doesn't really matter. They well, more no times you are. Yeah. You end up lying because you are providing some bogus explanation for why yeah, you can't just say, no, I can't. 
and leave it at that. Yeah, like, no, sorry, I can't make it, you know, or no, I don't, you know, no, I don't want to go do that. Or yeah. I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm just busy and tired and not in the mood instead of being like, yeah. So I just like that you said that. Cause I, did, I, I definitely, I mean, you know, that's part of like, just, you know, realizing little things you can change, but nobody gives a shit what your excuse is nine times out of the 10 you're either lying or they think you're lying so right. don't explain yourself nobody like nobody cares you know right if you can't make you can't make it if you can't do something you can't do something yeah you know whatever you say after the word no nobody people aren't listening though yeah but it's right? it's it's the little things like that that i've started to make uh some really drastic uh impacts in my life that have really only benefited me so yeah the the power of no um, which also kind of parlays into this next uh, topic here. Yeah, but hold on a second before you jump to the next topic, real quick. So I'm I'm curious because it sounds like it's something like you've really like honed in on as as a positive thing or like being able to say no. But do you ever find yourself like saying no? Like, did you ever go through like a any time in your life where you're like, I'm saying no too much? No. <laughs> <laughs> I responded with what? no. No, I'm no, seriously. Like, did you ever, did you ever no, think? I'm giving uh, you my honest answer. No. Do I, okay, no, do I yeah, think I, other people? Go ahead. I didn't know if you were just being funny because you said no when I said that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people Which can't was, read my my sarcasm, but that what? wasn't sarcasm you're, you're, there. No. You're, you're dry humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I don't think I've said no too, too often. Um, do I think there could be, uh, instances where, you know, someone could get to a place where they're saying the word no too frequently? Definitely. No, I was just, I was just asking you personally, if you think you, if you, if you think you've said no too much or if you think you've got a good balance, sounds like you've got a good balance. Yeah. But my balance is going to be different than what your balance is. I don't sweat well, it's cause, too much. Well, it's it's personal. Yeah, it's yeah. What's, yeah, we're different people, right? Yeah, Girl, I mean, right. Well, I just yeah. wanted to make it clear to the audience out there. That's all. Yeah. So, all right. so the, what was your what was the other topic? Hey. Yeah, just like the the power of no kind of parlays into this, and it's just like, how do you use your time? Um, mm-hmm. I, I've touched on this with uh, some LinkedIn posts and just some personal blogs, but. You know, I think it's really important to recognize how we are going about our daily lives, both personally and professionally. Um, and from like a professional standpoint, I am going to say no to a meeting that doesn't have an agenda. Um, mm-hmm. And I need to also hold myself accountable if I'm leading a meeting and I don't have, you know, an agenda or outcomes that we're trying to march to as part of uh, a meeting. Um, even if it's something just very basic, like we're just trying to get some baseline understanding um, of some analytics because we just don't know where to start. Something as simple as that, or we're just trying to figure out who are all the stakeholders for this project or this endeavor. You know, that's at least better than, oh, I just got a 30-minute invite on my calendar, but it doesn't say anything other than need to talk. And I hate things that say need to talk because the first thing that I think of is, uh-oh, this is bad. I'm kind of jumping into a slightly different topic there, but I think everybody, but I think everything is like, yeah, I think those are like the worst, the worst invites to get. Cause it always, it always comes across negative. Yeah. I do that to people. I do that to people too. I think I'm not a deal. That's a habit I've tried to fix. Like, Hey, do you have a minute? We're like, Hey, can I get your time? Like, and we don't have to talk right now. It can be later. Like I'll say that to people and I don't mean it like in a negative way, but 
I, I don't mean for it to come across, but I've learned that people hear that as like, oh, it must be something serious, like bad. Right. Yeah. I, I like dealt with that. So when you said that, I'm just like, I, I, I've done that to people before. And I never realized it had kind of dawned on me recently that it actually comes across as like, like this is, this could, this is, we're going to have a serious bad conversation. <laughs> right. I always get that, uh, just bad feeling in the <laughs> stomach. Like, just like, yeah. uh, what, like what, what <laughs> you, you start second guessing something. What did I do last week? Did I say something? Did I not do something right? right? And then it's really just like, Hey, I wanted to talk about, you know, this, this project or had a question on this graph. I'm just making up examples here and it's really nothing that <laughs> you should have been worrying about just, but the way that our, a lot of our minds work is when someone sends something like, Hey, let's chat. It's like, Oh crap. That's not a good thing. But anyways, yeah. Going back to the, the main point is just recognizing how I'm spending my time, uh, in the workplace. I, I shared that example with saying, that agendas need to be provided. I need to be providing agendas to people. Uh, that way I'm practicing what I'm preaching. And then kind of just, yeah, outside of work, like where am I spending my time? I've got three primary goals uh, or areas that I like to focus on in my life. One is my physical health, or I, I would call it more so just health, whether that's physical um, or mental health. So always working on that. Uh, and that's going to look like different things to me, but need to make sure that I'm carving out time there. Uh, two is I'm pretty family oriented. Uh, I've grown over the years um, with my family, uh, just spending some quality time with them because uh, family means everything to me. Uh, and then three, I'm starting to focus a little bit more uh, on spirituality. Um Definitely, that that's the area that's lacking in my life. But mm -hmm. want to make sure that those are the three fundamental areas that I'm putting the most time or energy into, and then everything else is kind of things that don't really matter. Now, could that change over time? Sure, but again, if there's things that keep popping up, like, hey, do you want to go out to Las Vegas in uh, May for a trip? I could but why? And maybe I'm taking that to an extreme, but it, for me, it doesn't fit into any of those three categories. I could come up with an excuse for how it maybe could, but it's going to be far fetched. And maybe that's not a great example, but again, it just comes back to <laughs> how am I using my no, time? I, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, you've got, you're, you're being, you're being, you're putting the, it's the priorities. It's just a priority thing. It's, I've got a, a finite amount of time. And, and, and these are the priorities that you're focusing on in your life that you know are going to keep you in the right headspace and moving forward and progressing to get to where you want to get to, which is, which is important. Right. Right. I mean, I look at yeah. it and, sorry, go ahead. Well, as I say, it's, it, those, those buckets can be different, um, for everybody. I think you had three pretty hard buckets to argue with, but I was going to be like, you know, this is no, here's these three other important ones. I don't know how you could beat that. I mean, family, spirituality, and physical mental health. I don't like, well, I, I kept it pretty think, broad, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, those are, but those are like, those are broad, but those are, they're fundamental. You know, like, Building yeah, blocks yeah. of living a good and meaningful life. I, that, well, that's those my can, take. But those, well, those those can also though like really be fulfilling, and also if you give them enough time, 
they can take up a lot of time. Like those are not like, you know, if you're, you know, putting a lot of effort into your family, you're putting a lot of effort in your physical, mental health, and you're putting a lot of effort into your relationship, like spiritually, like, you know, my relationship with God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, like, like you've got to be very regimented to an extent with the time you give to that, because if you're, you know, you got a job, you're working all day, right. Five, at least five days a week, you yeah. know, and then you got like, let's say a side, like a side thing like this podcast, right. That's another couple of days a week with hours back and in front end. You've got to be regimented with that time because those things are the, I mean, I, I can't, I can't argue with that. Those things are the mo- three most important things in my life, my life too. Yeah. You know, and you get like, so I, I guess like that time management of that and like carving out that time for each one of those um, is like, is, is critical. But then when you do carve that time out and make sure those things get time, like you said, there's other things that you choose not to do or, or don't have the time to do or don't want to do because they don't fit into those buckets. And you know, those buckets need the most time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. You had a, you had an unarguable, like three, three recipes for six. We should call it Hayden's three, three recipes, not three recipes, like the, the three, three traits to, I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, that's been on my mind for a long time. Sorry, I keep mm-hmm. cutting you off. We're we're not in the studio for those listening, so that's why we're kind of talking over each other tonight, today. Whenever we're not the talking heck you're over is. each other. Oh, maybe. what are you talking about? But uh, I, think that, I just I, I think that was a good point. That's all I was getting at. Kudos to Hayden for that. Yeah, every once in a while, blind squirrel finds a nut, right? I give you a pat on the back, but I'm not there. Virtual pat on the back. Hey, virtual fist bump fist, coming from me. Fist bump. Um, <laughs> Yeah, one one last thing. Again, very broad topic, and then we can uh, wrap things up because I know it's getting late for us. Uh, it's just the power of uh, open and continual communication. I think you're probably one of the uh, best communicators um, from multiple different uh, standpoints. I think, one, you pronunciate your words. Two, you're just very loud or you're at the tone of your voice. So people can clearly hear you three people know where you stand. Like you're going to give people your, your honest thoughts, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and four, you're just very, uh, you know, personable, charismatic. Uh, you've got a lot of empathy too. When, when you talk, uh, you speak with conviction. So I just wanted to kind of wrap things up there though, with like, you know, your thoughts on what it takes to be, uh, a good communicator. Um, like, are there any areas that you're working on? Was this just something that was innate to you? Um, well, I feel like you're making this all about me tonight. You're making me kind of, well, blush, tonight man. is all about you. <laughs> is, is it my, <laughs> is it my spotlight? This is, is Aiden, like, this is the first and last time. Um, no, I, uh, I think, um, it's like, I'm the guest here. So hold on. Let me, uh, let me put my thinking hat on. Uh, you said keys to being a good communicator, anything I'm working on. Um, yeah, honestly, like there's a lot of stuff I'm working on. I'm always working on communication. Love that. I think, uh, I think, well, I mean, communication is like, can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Did what happened? Oh, like I don't know. Like dropped for a second. Oh, we're good. All good. Um, so you know, communication to me is like uh, it's like such a fundamental part of like every aspect of my life because all of my like a lot of my life is is built around like the relationships I have with others, right? Like the relationships I have. I have to be a good communicator. I have to be able to listen and be empathetic. Um, so that's something that's just like always been very, like very critical to me mm-hmm. is being able to put myself in other people's shoes, you know, and really hear them, not just listen, but like hear and feel what they're feeling to understand why they said what they said or did what they did. But I've also thought it was like very, I, I've, I've always like, kind of i i've kind of gotten down on myself i'm I almost i feel like i over explain things but i always want people to understand my point crystal clear yeah. um so that there's no i hate gray area i think one of the ways i guess so an answer to your question of what what's a, a way to be a better communicator or what i focus on because uh, i mean i've always i've thought of myself as a good communicator but i've also thought man i want to be much better you know sure. i i truly like I don't think I'm that good at communicating. I think I can get way better at communicating. Mm-hmm. I think I can be a much better, um, more concise uh, communicator of my thoughts, of my, um, of I can get, you know, get to, to more valuable points quicker. So there's a lot of things I want to work on. But um, one of the things I just think you absolutely have to do if you want to be a good communicator is to avoid the gray areas. Mm-hmm. And meaning some people like to leave things as like, hanging on you know up for interpretation which is like up for dude up for interpretation and the thing is is like in a grown-up world with real people you know that just leads to so many issues with communication because when you leave things up to interpretation then the other person is going to overanalyze it they're going to try to figure out what you were saying without you actually saying it and that's where the communication falls apart because then that communication back to you isn't going to be clear. Like, I think this is what I heard. This is what I'm going to say. So one of the things you've probably listened to me say is if I'm getting this right, this is what you just asked me. Or if I'm understanding you correctly, you said this, that is something I've picked up. I can't remember I picked up on, but you you take like a consultant uh, type of mindset where you kind of restate like what you think you heard to confirm that. I want to make sure I know. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make sure like, I'm trying to clarify to my my own brain. This is what I understand. This is what you said to me. Yeah. And so when they can when they confirm, people confirm that uh, a person confirms that, then you can address it. Then you can say, okay, let me give you my real thoughts on it. So I think that's key. key is if you think you're if you ever are in the position where you're like, oh, I don't want to over, I, I can either give less information or more information over over give too much information, share more because that's way better. Um, and I, I think, uh, so that's one thing I think another is, um, not trying to, uh, trying to control what the other person is going to say. Mm. So, uh, I've, I'm bad about that to an extent, you know, that's something I'm working on cause I'm, I can steer a conversation pretty well, Sure, but you know, uh, as people, we tend to like want a reaction out of somebody else we tend to want we tend to know what we want to hear before we say it right we have a biased view on 
the the world we're and like, yeah, like you said, we're like this is what I want. You, this is how I want you to react. And I've learned right. this from my relationship with my wife. Right? You've got it. You've got like, communication in our marriage is the number one most important thing. It can lead to divorce or it can lead to a happy life together. If you don't get it right, you're not going to be happy together. You can't read that people's is, minds. Right. No. And it goes beyond yeah, it just, just marriage too. And sorry to kind of cut in. Yeah. No, everything. You can't you can't read people's minds. And so um being able to but you also can't control what other people think. You yep. can't force people to think what you want to think and you can't I don't think that's good you, for society too. You don't want no, to but yeah. you can't you can't control it. So when you're when you're speaking with somebody or having a conversation uh, a good way to be uh, uh, just a tip for anybody who's just like, how do I communicate better? How do I get my point across better? Well, one is say what you feel and then, but don't say it in a way, don't, don't steer it in a way that's like, I'm, I'm making you say this back to me. Like, this is my opinion or this is my question to you. Don't make it a, oh, there's only one answer question. Genuinely state it with, I don't know what you're going to say to me. And this takes a lot of practice. But I don't know what you're going to say to me. I'm curious to hear what you're going to say, because there's a there's a way when you start telling yourself that, working on that, you frame you frame your questions differently. Yeah, and I you think... frame your comments differently. So um, I think that, and then I just think uh, it just takes like a lot of it just takes a lot of like thought. I mean, again, I don't. I appreciate you saying all that stuff. I think uh, I, I, I put I you on the that, spot, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I believe I could be a lot, I, you know, I'm always working on that again because every part of my life functions and my life is run based off of relationships, whether it's relationship with God, my wife, my daughters, my friends, my coworkers, my parents, mm-hmm. you know, that all, you know, those relationships made or broken by the way I communicate and deal with situations where we're texting or talking or sharing feelings or interacting about a project or this. So like communication is like critical, but it's not just communication is not just, Oh, I can, oh, I'm going to send 50 texts. That makes me a good, communi- that's not good communication. Yeah. I think people get, I think people get that misnomer. Like, well, if I just send 15 emails to my coworkers every single day, then I'm a good communicator. No, that's not, that's not what makes it good. You can send 150 emails. That does not make you good at communicating. That does not make you a good communicator. Um, they've got, you could send one email a day or no emails a day and be 10 times better communicator than you, than the person down the, down the uh, hall from you. So I, I think that's another, just, I hear that a lot, at least the business side, you know, wise, you know, I, I tell everybody everything I can do if you're not communicating the right stuff, that's not, and you're not doing it in the right way, right manner. That's not good communication. <laughs> it doesn't make you a good communicator. Yeah. I love, so. I love all that. And that's awesome. I like how you're still taking that uh, continual learner mindset. Um, I mean, from my just perception, like I said, I, I think you excel um, with your communication skills, but from your perspective, you're like, yeah, maybe, but I'm still trying to work <laughs> yeah. on some things. I appreciate that. You threw that curveball on me because I, I was, I've, I've truly, I just don't, you know, it's one of those things that just, um, I think I got a lot of room for growth on that. Yeah. I hear you. That's awesome. Well, Hey, I think we could probably talk about communicating for hours on end and that's technically what we're doing right now. But, uh, I think we, uh, we call it a night and we, we wrap this one up. 
Well, one thing now, as I say, yeah, is that art you did. We got to share it with people that you got to do a little more of that. If they, for listeners, if you guys have seen some of the cool art Hayden did of our studio, it's pretty sick. It's yeah. pretty neat. It's a hidden talent of his. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I think uh, you're putting too much stock it, in it. It might be just I, uh, some fancy apps that are out there. I mean, I I, I will do a little humble brag, but I, I mean, I do think of myself as somewhat uh, artistic or creative. So yeah, I've got some skills, but some of it is also just uh, technology or something that's already out there. But He'll be selling NFTs. He'll be selling NFTs for millions of dollars soon. Don't you worry. <laughs> hey, we might be posting our first couple here from uh, unscripted Let's do it, exchanges. Brother. Let's can't, do it, man. Can't wait. We'll take uh, right, anything. We'll, cool. we'll I, take any. We'll take anything over two hundred thousand dollars for our NFTs. Yeah, if, if you're, if you're under two, if you're under two hundred k, don't even don't even reach out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, if someone wants to pay us twenty dollars, heck, we'll we'll sell a little JPEG image for twenty bucks. It all adds up at the end of the day. But yeah, enough of that. Uh, let's bid, bids bids start at five dollars. <laughs> we just keep uh, cranking out $5. stuff on paint. <laughs> just squiggly lines. Squiggly line brought to you by Cole Hazenfield. <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollars. What the heck? Like. If you want this in if you want this in the blue version, that's an extra that's like an extra ten dollars. Oh gosh. A square box. Two Ethereum. Oh my goodness. All right. I think people are like, these guys have lost it. We're getting a little slap happy here. But hey, as always, we do want to really thank you all for spending time as we talked about a lot on tonight's show. Uh, spending your your time, your own time, listening to us, that means a lot. Uh, you could be certainly doing a lot of other things, but I guess we are touching on some valuable things. So thank you, as always. Can't say that enough. Uh, Cole and I are continuing to learn uh, many different things and continue to bring uh, fire content or outstanding content uh, to you all. Uh, reach out to us at unscriptedexchanges at gmail.com. We're always listening. We're always learning. Uh, we're not going to get yeah. things right, but uh, we've got that uh, never-ending learning mindset. And don't and and just to, to follow up on that, don't hesitate to send us a message. Whether it's a LinkedIn message, it's an email, it's to one of our personal Instagrams or our, our Instagram handle at Unscripted Exchanges. Uh, Unscripted Exchanges. It's it is critical for us as we are growing this and as we're getting the momentum that we are getting to get the feedback, to have the support. I mean, the support of, of people that you guys are tuning in is, I just want to reiterate is, is incredible. Um, stay on the journey with us. It's going to get, it's going to get better, more exciting. Things are, things are going to change and happen and evolve. But I do, um, I do want some engagement uh, from you listeners, from you followers out there that are, are hearing this. So we can we can know. Hey, what do you want to hear? Jeez, what would you... you like us to talk about? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm calling them out a bit. Engage you certainly with them. are. Let us know. <laughs> That's why let I said, "Geez, yeah." Let us know. We uh, we'd appreciate that. I think um, we've gotten some really good feedback so far. So just keep it coming. Yeah, you know, if there's a, if something that comes up, that's what we want to hear. 
I, I think uh, we leave the viewers with one uh, question. How are you working on your communication? Um, or what does it mean to be a good communicator? Uh, post some thoughts out on our LinkedIn, Instagram, and we'd love to uh, discuss further. So with that, uh, thank you all. Have a great uh, evening, day, whatever time it is, whenever you're listening to this, and uh, tune in to us uh, next time. See ya. Peace.